Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. All right, my first guest tonight, Stephen Piscotti, joins the show. Local guy makes good, played for the A's, played for the Cardinals. Now we have him here for the San Francisco Giants. He's going to play at home again. Stephen, how you doing, man? Uh, thanks for coming on tonight. Yeah, thank you. Happy, happy to be on. Yeah, how's your offseason been? What are you up to? I mean, you got to be gearing up, getting ready to go down to Scottsdale, right? Oh, yeah, gearing up for sure. Um, it's been a good offseason. It's been a, a different one uh, compared to most not knowing where I was uh, headed for, for a long time. Um, but it was good with family, did a, did a lot of fun stuff, and then obviously got the good news that I'd be staying here in the Bay, um, getting to, to join the Giants organization, so uh, pretty fired up about that. So you grew up an A's fan. Uh, you were uh, a fan of Zito, Mulder, and Hudson those days. Uh, so you played for the A's too, so you know all the stories behind the scenes that I can't talk about on the air. That was one of the wildest <laughs> bunches I ever played with in 2001, so I'm sure while you were an A, you heard about how much fun that team had. Yeah, I hear there were a lot of characters. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, and Jason Giambi was a ringleader. We had a good time. But what was that like playing for the team you grew up rooting for and going to the yard every day and you're wearing the uniform that used to sit in the stands and watch? Yeah, it was pretty surreal, honestly. Um, and it would kind of hit me at different moments when I you know, realized, like, dang, I used to be sitting up in you know, Section 220 there right above the dugout, and here I am out in right field. Um, so it was, it was phenomenal. Um, dream come true, I think, for anybody to get, play, get to play for their hometown team. Um, and, you know, we had a, um, you know, my, my best year and probably one of my favorite years was 2018 when um, that group was kind of busted on the scene and, and uh, made it to the playoffs that year. That was, you know, something that was really cool to, to help take your team to the to the playoffs. So um, it was just a, it was a fun ride. Um, and I'm a really great enjoy looking back on those memories um, as an A. Yeah, 27 home runs, 88 driven in that year. You hit 267. I mean, a tremendous year for you, a career year for you. Um, so now, yeah. you know, you're going to spring training with the Giants. Did you ever go to Giants games as a kid growing up around here? Oh, yeah, definitely went. Um, I was just a big baseball fan, loved baseball, and um, I'd go with other friends. and uh, It was fun, you know. You know, the rivalry was, uh, you know, the Bay Bridge, everything, everything uh, was, was uh, um, I don't know, as a competitive guy, it was, it was a lot of fun rooting rooting for the A's and then uh, all my, my good Giants buddies uh, uh, giving us a hard time. So it was it was a lot of fun. Talking to Steven Piscotti, nice enough to join us tonight on KMBR. Uh, so, I mean, growing up an A's fan, living in this part of the country, you went to Stanford. You're a Stanford guy. And I, and I looked today, you majored, you went back to get your major after you were drafted in the first round. You went back to Stanford, and your major is in solar technology and wind power. I mean, how did you get into that? And what made that click? And, like, that's what I want to major in. Yeah. Um, when I got to Stanford, I, I didn't really know what I wanted to study. And a lot of the guys on the team were um, doing kind of a business major. Um, I was trying to follow suit with that and uh, realized I just couldn't hack it. It was a, it was a major that I wasn't cut out for um, and uh, d decided I needed to you know, change uh, change course and kind of stumbled upon this major. 
um, kind of learning about renewable energy and you know, climate change, all that sort of stuff, and um, felt like it seemed at the time to be a, a pretty hot-button issue, and a lot of people were starting to focus on it. I was like, all right, this might be something that, that is interesting, and um, it was honestly something that I looked forward to going to class and learning about, so I think that was the biggest thing uh, versus the business stuff was uh, a little daunting, and I wasn't having as much fun with it. So um, it was it was a good major, and you know I learned a lot, but I, I think a lot has changed uh, since I was uh, at school there. That's what I was going to ask you. I mean, you're probably walking a little faster to class because you're fired up about your major. But like, what can you do with that now? I, I mean, obviously you have a lot more left in your career, but is that something you can fall back on? And what can you do with that major? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Um, I, I'm not entirely sure, um, you know, what how I could fit into the workforce doing that sort of stuff. But um, I think you know a lot of different companies are starting to look at sustainability and um, renewable energy. So I, I feel like there's a whole host of things that uh, um, could happen, but I'm, I'm not actively seeking it out right now. <laughs> this is the first interview with a baseball player that I've talked about, uh, renewable energy and, and, <laughs> and solar technology is really cool. What's up, folks? Anthony Armstrong here. Bob Popple, along with Super Bowl champion Carl Banks. Hey, NFL fans. This is Solomon Wilcox, former NFL safety and host of the Believe in Bengals podcast. Catch my show and all 32 Believe NFL podcasts. Listen in to former players give their inside perspective on your favorite team. Search Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. It's always football season, wherever you listen. Talking to Stevens Piscotti right now on KMBR. So um, you've had injuries the past few years. How you feeling? You healthy? You ready to go? Yeah, I'm healthy, ready to go. Um, was uh, fortunate last year after I was released. I got uh, the opportunity to play with the Reds organization, AAA, for about a month. And um, they kind of reinvigorated me, getting to play every day again, get to you know get in there you know, make at bat to at bat adjustments week to week, that sort of stuff. And just, you know, getting the rhythm of the game. And, um, it really kind of motivated me a little bit more. Uh, I think this off season, just having, um, that success at the end of the season, having kind of ending on a good note after, you know, um, no one ever wants to get released, but, uh, tried to make the best out of that situation. And, um, it's got me, uh, rearing up and ready to go for this year, hopefully to carry some of that momentum and, and, uh, continue to work with the the giant staff. I know they've done a tremendous job with guys. Um, so looking forward to that. Yeah. 271 career hitter against lefties and, you know, Gabe does the platoon thing. So you'll fit in good. You'll make the team. Have you ever been a non-roster invite before? I was twice, man. It's stressful, but you seem like an even keel <laughs> guy that's not, not going to let anything bother you. Yeah, no, I, this is the first time for that. Um, but uh, I, I'm looking forward to the opportunity. I know that the team is stacked. There's a lot of good guys. Um, it should be, you know, good competition. And um, I, I, in, the, in those situations, when you're around those guys at high caliber, um, you learn a lot from them. So, you know, I'm also going into this with a – even though I'm 32, I'm going into it with a, a developmental uh, mindset as well. So, I mean, you've always been kind of an even keel guy. Like, who taught you that? Where'd you learn it? Just no high highs, no low lows, even keel. I mean, I was the opposite, man. I was like, I was the, I was the guy riding the wave and then over and then riding the wave and over. And I really had trouble, like, learning that in my career. But you're an even keel guy. Who taught you that? Or is it just more of your makeup and your personality? Um, I think, you know, personality probably has something to do with it. Um, it's just kind of my nature. I, I I don't like getting too high. I don't like getting too low. I like kind of just riding in the middle, um, just in life in general. Um, so I feel like that's kind of natural, uh, thing 
for me on the baseball field. And, uh, you know, I think that helps, you know, really with consistency. And I think in the game, consistency is just uh, uh, something of paramount importance. Like you, you want to be able to rely upon guys, whether it's on the mound or um, in the batter's box. And so I, I feel like that is something that has helped me um, in the past and something I'll continue to, you know, draw on. Helps you be a good teammate, too. You're the same guy every day. And, and those guys are a commodity in a clubhouse mm-hmm. over a six, seven-month season where, you know, you, you can't have guys on a team where you – I don't know if I can approach him today. I don't know what kind of mood he's going to be yeah. in. And if a guy is the same guy every day – I mean, people talk about that like he's the same guy every day. You sound like you're that guy. Yeah. No, I I I, I definitely feel that way. And I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I've played with a lot of guys that I'm really impressed with you know, the way they handle themselves. Cause baseball, as you know, it's a hard game. There's some, even though you might not try to get on that roller coaster, but it, sometimes it just happens and trying to keep your, uh, keep a level head, I think is, is, is so huge. And, um, it's always, those guys are always very, very enjoyable to be around. Who was the guy in 2015 with the Cardinals that broke you in? Who was the veteran that you just kind of gravitated <laughs> to and showed you how to do it? Um, man, there were a lot. Uh, Matt Holiday, obviously in the outfield, he was uh, he was a force, he was a presence, um, and then uh, Adam Wainwright, also um, those two guys, Yachty. I mean, that was that was a fun team. Um, you know, you're walking around those guys, going like, "Wow, I can't <laughs> believe I'm in the same same room as as them." Um, and they mean business. They they wanted to win, and they they taught us how to go about it the right way. Wayno's sneaky funny, isn't he? I mean, when he gets every oh, fifth yeah. day when he gets out there, he's a fierce competitor. But like just seeing him do interviews and see him in the dugout during the game, he seems like he's hilarious. He's a character. Just an absolute riot. So much fun. Yeah, and he's still going too. So I mean, what a career he's had. Okay. Um, do you mind if I ask you about the home run of Fenway Park after your mother passed? It's one of the greatest home runs I've ever seen. I got emotional watching it. I mean, mm-hmm. can you take us through that? Bob Melvin texted you. You're away. You came back and asked you oh, if you yeah. wanted to play, and you said, "Yeah, let's go." And you were in the lineup in Fenway Park. Yeah, um, yeah. That that whole week, you know, obviously was um, was pretty tough. But um, when I was headed out to Boston, uh, I think I had like a 6 a.m. flight, and the plan was for me to just join the team, go through batting practice, and um, you know, get back into the rhythm, and then maybe play the next day. And then I got a text from. Uh, from Bowmel asking if you know I was ready to play, and I'm not one to say no. So I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." And uh, yeah, sure enough, um, hit that home run in that first at bat, and obviously a memory that I'll have forever. And um, one of those where it's just you knew you knew that my mom was right there with me, um, and made uh, uh, made that moment so special. Was it surreal running around the bases? Were you like, "Is this really happening right now?" Yeah, it was. I mean, it, it's Fenway, right? So it's the there's some nostalgia of that park and all the history there. And, um, you just going around the bases. Yeah. You feel like you're floating. I don't know how to describe it other than that. It just, um, it was one of those moments that, uh, it's really hard to describe, but obviously something I'll never forget, but it was just, um, you know, a moment that, uh, I knew she was there with me, knew she'd always be, always be with me. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a good moment for, the, the family to, to rally around after um, a tough week. But, uh, yeah, it was that was that was pretty crazy. Yeah, great moment for you and your family and, and for baseball, if, if, if we're going to get right down to it. Just a wonderful, wonderful moment in 2018, the year you hit 27 home runs. Well, hey, I'll let you go. Uh, have a g- good luck in spring training. I mean, it, it sounds like you're ready to go. You're healthy. 
um, and, and hopefully you make this club. I think you're going to, man. They, they could use right-handed hitting, p- power hitter, and a guy like your character in the clubhouse. So it's been nice talking to you, man, and, and good luck in Scottsdale. I'll see you down there. All right. Sounds good. We'll see you down there. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for coming on. And I'll do a live out right here, and uh, we'll, we'll put that on tonight. Thanks, Steven. I really appreciate your time, man. You got it. Yeah, happy to, happy to talk to you, and yeah, look forward to seeing you down there for real. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality, no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show, on YouTube or wherever you listen. 